Okay, today is Daf Peiches. We're holding Peizayin at Beis. The Gemara yesterday had explained the difference in the Brises, how in that first Brises, if someone is Mazik and Chayvel, their own son who's a Katan, you have to set up the money as a Skula. So it's like the Gemara, my Skula, sir, Chizda Amar Sefer Taira, meaning the Chayvel should buy a Sefer Taira, this way this child, the Nechbal, can learn from it, and therefore, as the Rashbam and Baba Basra explains, therefore he can get Paris from it. The Ritva broadens it and says, it means any farm. Just buy him farms, so he can learn Taira. And Rabba Barav Huna Amar, Dikla. You could buy a palm tree to Achamine Tamri because also the child later on can eat the Paris. Both of these are the same kind of an idea that you're buying something that has a good investment that yields Paris later on. And the Yom Shushalayma even writes that the Sefer Torah, the Dikla, these are only just suggestions. And Lamaisa, even the Shulchan Aruch, when it brings his halacha, says you should just buy Karka because that will yield Paris and be a good investment for the child later on. Now, getting back to the issue of whether or not when a guy is chayvul, a bitay katana, do you pay the girl or you pay the father? Getting back to that now, the Torah only was mezakeh the father, the shvach nur, meaning that like kesef kedushin, but he doesn't get to have the money for her chavola. But Rabbi Yechonon Marafilu Petzia, the father does get the money for a Petzia. Petzia is some kind of a wound, Petzatachas Potza. So, Frek the Gemara, Petzia Tzalkadaitach, the father gets the money for the wound? The Gemara is assuming now that the Petzia is something that is not nicker and people won't see it. Because the Gemara is bothered, I feel Rabbi Lazar, like me, boy, lay chavola. Even according to Rabbi Lazar, there's only payment to the father because of the chavola moving to Ahmed Aleph to Afchasa Mikaspa because it lessens her value. If she would be sold as an Amivria, there would be a lowering of her value of a Petzia to lay Afchasa Mikaspa. But if it's a wound that no one sees and therefore it doesn't even lessen her value, like me, boy, lay, there would be no Shaila. So, Mervyesi Rabchanina, we're talking about Shapatza Befaneha. The guy gave her a zetz on her face for Afchasa Mikaspa, and now there's some sort of permanent damage. Let's say she has some scarring. So, in that case, the father would get the payment for that Petzia. Okay, If you are an Evid Kenani, you got to pay for all the Nezek Sarei Pushevas and Baishas. But Rabbi Yehuda says there is no payment for the Busha. Zokta Gemara, my time with Rabbi Yehuda. Why should we potter? So here you have Achiv. So someone who only has the potential for Achva with other Yidin, as an Evid can't marry other Yidin, so it's felt on that Achva. And according to the Rabbanon who hold that the halachas of Busha are negea too in Eved. How are they going to understand the Achva? So they'll say, Achiv huba mitzvahs. Lamaisa, he's chayim mitzvahs kiisha, and that's enough. Rabbi Rosner, when he was saying the shir, suggested that perhaps the machlaik is Rabbi Yehuda. And the Rabbanon is, is telling how you look at the Eved Kenani, because even if you hold an Eved Kenani as chayim mitzvahs kiisha, it doesn't mean he can make a bracha on mitzvahs, even like those Rishayim that hold that an Isha can make a bracha on mitzvahs Sesha as Mangrama. There's a fundamental difference between the Kedushas Yisrael that a woman possesses as opposed to an Eved that has those mitzvahs kiisha, but doesn't have that same Kedushas Yisrael. So that could be the issue of what's going on over here. But, according to Yehuda, who learns the Achva is to be Mamayat and Eved Kenani, you shouldn't be able to kill Adam Zaymimim who are being made against an Eved Kenani. It's the same kind of Achiv. If you tell me an Eved Kenani is not considered an Achiv, so therefore there shouldn't be any Adam Zaymimim, but it's not true. We do say there is Adam Zaymimim if they lie about an Eved Kenani. Because of Veribuy of Amar no matter what the matzav is, even if they're made against the Nebuchadnezzar, who isn't considered achicha, still the Adam Samim will be chayev. So Elamiyatul Rabbanan, who are marba and Eved Kenani in terms of achiv, so Eved Yeh Kasher Malchus, you should be able to make an Eved Shaykh to the Malchus, even though the Torah is makbid 
that a melech has to be mikerev hachecha. As the Pesach says, Soim tosim alecha melech asher yivchar Hashem alekecha mikerev hachecha. So the Gemara says, Amri ula tamech, tikshi lech ger ledivri hakol. According to your reasoning, a ger should be shver, even according to everybody, even according to Yehuda, who is marbe, the son of a ger, as part of achecha, mikerev achecha. So even though this kid is technically achecha, but since his mother is not a Jewish woman, he can't become a melech. So we have to learn differently. Therefore, mikerev achecha is ela omar kromim muvcher shiva achecha. We have to learn that mikerev achecha is not just the biological issue of being your achecha, but rather it has to be in a higher madrega. And therefore, that's why there's a miyat of a ben ger, as well as an evid from the malchus. Okay, but el miyat or Rabbanan, who are, who's marba the Eved Knani as part of Achecha, Yehei Eved Kosher Le'edus. Why can't Eved be a Kosher Eid? We know that an Eved cannot be a Kosher Eid, but you're telling me Be'etzim, he really could be Ochiv. Omer Ula, Eidus Le'motis Amrit, you can't say that an Eved should be Shaykh to Eidus, because Asya Eidus Be'kal V'chaim Rami Isha. Uma Isha, she'hi Ru'uya Lovei Be'kahal, still she's P'sula Le'edus. Eved, she'ena Ru'uya Lovei Be'kahal, e'na din, she'ena P'sula Le'edus. So Zokt Ula, it's going to be a Kal V'chaim that an Eved cannot be a Kosher Eid. So Frek the Gemara, Ma'le Isha, she'ken e'na Ru'uya Lamila, a woman is not Shaykh to Brismila, Timer Be'eved, you can be Deich of the Kal V'chaimer. This is a challenging kasha because how can you say that a woman is not Ro'i to Mila? It's not Shaykh for a woman. But based on how you learn the Sugya and Daf Chavtes and Kedushin about why we're Nismayat and Isha from Aisai V'loi Aisai by Mila, even though it's a Mitzvah Seisha Asman Grama, and some Rishayim give other ideas of why a woman might be Shaykh to Mila because she can be involved in the Hisaskus about the Mila. Al Kolpanam, she's not Chayv in Mila. So that should be Deich of the Kal V'chaimer. The Gemara says, Katan Yechiyach, Sheyeshnu B'mila, Uposali Eidus. But frankly, Gemara Ma'ala Katan, Sheyeshnu B'mitzvahs, Taimer Be'evet Shehu B'mitzvahs. A Katan's not Shaykh to any mitzvahs, which may or may not be taking sides in the Shaila of whether or not a Katan has a shay- is Shaykh to the mitzvah of Chinuch. But, but the Pasha certainly is that a Katan has no mitzvahs, but the Evet certainly does. So Isha Techiyach, because Sheyeshnu B'mitzvahs, Upsulu Le'edus, V'chazor Adin Le'er Oyezek Re'ezeh, V'le'er Oyezek Re'ezeh, Hatzad HaShovesh of the mitzvahs, upsul and lahayid, and they're also puzzled to be an aid. So afani avi as a eved she'ena b'chol mitzvahs upasal lahayid. Frakting gemara mal tzadish avish behen, meaning the isha and the katan shekain ena ish because they're both ain't a man. So timer be'eved shehu ish. So I would say so that tzadashava of psuli edus by isha and katan would not be brought over to an eved. Elatesi me gazlan. Let's say that the psul of an eved is learned from a gazlan who's puzzled liedus. Even though the gazlan's technically a kosher a Jew, but there's a problem because al toshis yachem rasha liyaseid chamas. So that psul is where we're going to learn out that an Eved also can't be made. So, Frech the Gemara Malagazlan, she came mice of Garmelay. The reason why an a Gazlan is going to be Pusilatus is because he did something himself. Timer Be'eved, She'ein Mais of Garmulai. He didn't do anything wrong. The Gemara finally says, Elatesi Mi Gazlan, Umechad Mehanoch. So we're no longer using the Kalvachimer, but rather an Eved can't be made because we're going to learn from Gazlan and from either the Isha or the Katan that has the Tzad HaShavah. So that's one Mahalach for how we know an Eved can't be made. Another Mahalach, Marbarei Dravina, Amar Amar Kral Lo Yamusu Avais Albanim, that the fathers can't be put to death because of their Banim, because of their sons. So we Darshan, Lo Yamusu People can't be put to death all day. The Edus of their fathers who have no chayas have no relationship to their sons. Of course, that comes to include an Eved that is not related. Because if you want to learn that it only means like we said, we said where in Sanhedrin, that that's the Edus of their sons. My Banim, what's the broader general word of Banim? They don't have a Yichus. 
Eidos, and therefore they cannot be made in any kind of Eidos. El Ameata, Uvanim Lo Yamusu Al Avais, that the sons won't be put to death because of their Avais. So Hachinami, you should also say, Lo Yamusu Al Pibanim She'en Lahem Chayis Avais, that people should be put to death because of there's no Yichus to their fathers. And then Afkamina might be El Ager Hachinami De Pasle and therefore that would also come to include the Eidos of Ager, who has no Yichus to his father, but we know that Ager is Kasher Le'edus. So Amri Hachi Hashta, Ger, he has no yichus going up to the generations above him. Over Lamata, to his own kids going down, and Eved has no yichus at all. I heard a nice idea from the Shemen Hatayv that the reason there's such a hadgasha at the Seder about family, Arbabanim, and the whole idea of teaching our children is because we came from Avdus, which has no chayas, Lamaila or Lamata, and we're celebrating the fact that we are B'nai Chayrin that have chayas and we have a family. The Makar of Avdus itself is from Chom that was Mevayish Nayach, and therefore it was Eved Avadim Tialoi. He tried to distance himself from his own family, so the Rabbanu Shalom cut him off from his own family, and that's why Avadim have no chayas. But we celebrate our Yichus above and below, and that's why the Seder table is Gebait on a family unit. Okay, imagine the Gemara is going to finish its thought process. The Isal Kadaitach Ger Pasliyedus, because if you you would have said that a ger should be possibly edus. Why would the Torah need to say both things? The Torah could have just said the father shouldn't be put to death because of their sons. As Rashi explains, that first part of the pasuk would possibly crave him from testifying on each other. And the sons won't be put to death because of their fathers. You'd learn two halachas. That you can't be made the children because of the edus of their fathers. And the other people won't be put to death through the through the edus of their sons that have no yichus to their fathers, meaning a ger. So that's how lechayr we could have learned from the pasuk. The eved nafkalim kavachemim a ger. Ma ger de lamayla who dein lechayis avolamati yesh lechayis still pasuliyedus. Eved shein lechayis le lamayla v'le lamata ein adin shehe pasuliyedus. Ela midichsev rachmana from the fact that in the beginning of the pasuk it says le yamusu avos albanim as opposed to benehem de mashma le yamusu alpi avos shein lechayis banim which is mashma if they don't have the yichus you can't be made. This is of course being mamayet avodim shma mina eved shein lechayis le lamayla v'le lamata who de pasuliyedus avol ger kiven di yesh lechayis lamata kasheliyedus. So we're making this distinction between avodim and gerim. Whether there's any yuchus at all, and that'll be the drasha. Okay, but still, since the end of the Pasuk says that it's Avaisehem, their fathers, why do I need the Tyre to say, in other words, just like the Gemara brought a Raya from the first part of the Pasuk that a Ger can be made, so why is the second part of the Pasuk have such a Nusach that implies that the Ger is going to be puzzle? Look, the Pasuk's Mashman now that the Ger is going to be puzzle for Edis, and for the Gemara, I need the Kosov Leimusu Avais Albanim, Kosov Nami Ubanim. And if we can't bring a riot to that. Then the Mishnah said, You're always going to lose out if you tangle with a Cherishite of a cotton. Now we get into this whole long halachic story. The mother of Rav Shmuel Bar Abba, she was married to her Abba. She wrote that her Nixe Mulug, that means stuff that she owned, should be given to her son, Rav Shmuel Bar Abba. Could be that son was born to her from a previous marriage. That's what Nishita Mikubetzis brings.
offerings, and that's why she wanted to make sure her nechzim wouldn't go to her husband, but rather would go to this particular boy. Basar de Shriva, once she died, turning over to Abed Beis, Azul Rav Shmuel Bar Abba Kamei de Bar Abba came to him for a psak. Okmei ben nechzei and Rabbi Bar Abba gave him the nechassim. The thing to keep in mind here is because Meikar Hadin, the husband always inherits his wife when she dies. But Rabbi Bar Abba was saying that since Rav Shmuel Bar Abba's mother gave it to him during her lifetime, therefore it's going to be okay. This is where you could talk all about a living will, and if you listen to the Daf Bahalacha Shir, the discussion over there is about a married woman writing a living will. Anyway, that was the psak. Rabbi Yirbiyam Bar Abba said, Shmuel Bar Abba can have the nechassim from his mom. Ozul Rabbi Abba, the father Rabbi Abba, Omer Lamilse Kamei de Rabbi he went and he told the story of Rabbi Hushia, Ozul Rabbi Hushia, Omer Kamei de Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Hushia went and said to Rabbi Yehuda, Omer Lai, Rabbi Yehuda said, Hachi Omer Shmuel, Ha'isha Shemach Rabbi Nechzim Ulug Bachayabailu Umesa, Ha'bal Maitzim Yana Lukuches. The husband can take those things from the Lukuches. Meaning Rabbi Abba, the Tata, can now prevent Rabbi Shmuel Bar Abba from taking these Nechassim, even though mom gave it to him. Amru Kamei de Rabbi They told this Psak of Rabbi Yehuda to Rabbi who initially said that the son could have it. Omer Lahu, he said, Look, I know a Mishnah that goes like me. Ditznan. And this Mishnah is going to go down like 20 lines or so. Ditznan. Because the Mishnah says, In Masechta Baba Basra, Hakaisev Nechassav Libnaila Achar Maisev. If a guy gives over his Nechassim to his son after his death, meaning, which means that the Kinyan Aguf goes right away to the son, but the father retains the Achilles Paris until he dies. So if a guy does that, the son now, during the father's lifetime, can't sell it because he only has the Kinyan Aguf and he can't sell it because of the Kinyan Paris that the father still has. And the father likewise can't sell it because he gave over the Kinyan Aguf to the son. Let's say the father sold these kinds of properties. It's only until he dies. And if the son would sell the property, also these things are going to be limbo because they have this joint ownership of Kinyan Paris and Kinyan Aguf. So what do we see from this Mishnah? So Kimayas Avmiya, but Lachot, you see that when the father does Taka die at the end, Isle Lelekech, that Lekech, that buyer now completely has it. Yafagav de Mesa Ben, And this is even if the son would die during the father's lifetime, Deloy Osuli de Haben, that it never actually went totally to the possession of the Ben. Still, it works. So that Kinyan Aguf was enough to make a sale, and the Kenyan payers didn't block that. Now, this next part is in, like, kind of parentheses to explain this idea of the Mishnah, and it's Kerub Shimon bin Lakish. The payers never even came to the Rishus of the son. Or if the Kenyan payers did go to the son. Either way, the Lekech gets the property. When did the Mishnah say that if the son sold it, that the Lekech doesn't get anything until the father dies? That's mashman that when the father does die, he does get all the property. That's only when the son didn't die during the lifetime of the father, so that this way the Paris came into the possession of the Ben before he died. But if the son died during the lifetime of the father, therefore the Paris never came to the son. So even when the father eventually also dies, less Leila Lekech, the Lekech shouldn't have any schosim in it. Alma Kosover, so you see the Rebbechan holds, Kinyan Peres, Kinyan Aguf, Dami, Vichizobin, Lavdi Dezobin. So therefore, when the son who only owned the Kinyan Aguf and he sold it, it's not his to sell. And Rebbe Shimon ben Lakish, Amar Kana Lekech, Resh Lakish holds the Lekech, does get the property when the father dies, because he holds Kikitani Masnisan Machara ben Ainla Lekech, Hachiyamasoav. That's Kimayas Av Mia Isle Lekech. That's Mashmir that when the father dies, Lamaisa Lekech has now gotten the property. Loishna Lemesa ben. 
Chayuav. It doesn't matter whether the son didn't die during the lifetime of the father. Because in that case, the payers actually came to the son. Or whether the son died during the lifetime of the father. In which case, the payers did not come to the ben. Either way, So you see, according to Reish Lakish, Kenyan payers are not going to be Kenyan And therefore, when the son sold it, he was selling his own because he has the Kenyan Aguf. So even though Bader Klal, we pass like Rabbi Yechen and Kenegad Reish Lakish, this is one of the three times as Rashi speaks out that we go like Reish Lakish. So that's why the Gemara says, We can assume, We're going like Reish Lakish. That the mission is referring to even a case when the son died during the father's lifetime. If you hold that the Kenyan Paris is Kenyan Aguf, so then whether the father dies and the son already died during the lifetime of the father, why does the Lekech even have anything? When this son was selling the property to the Lekech, he wasn't selling his own thing because he only had the Kenyan Aguf. In which case, Rabbi Abba, who only owned Kenyan Paris of his wife's Nechse Mulug, is not going to be Ma'akefer from giving that property to Rabbi Shmuel Bar Abba during her lifetime. And we're going to stop in the middle of the story and pick it up next time.